like as far as the eye can see rotting apples and it's like that there is just a level of wastefulness and and like fruitfulness comes with waste it does not you cannot actually get so good at being fruitful that there's nothing in the dustpan Welcome to the Simplified Organization Podcast. 15-minute conversations with real moms about managing our homes and family life cheerfully to the glory of God. We can actually enjoy our housework and love being homemakers when we focus on truth and work with gratitude. I'm Misty Winkler, homemaker for 22 years, homeschool mom of five with two graduates, and author of the book, Simplified Organization, Learn to Love What Must Be Done. And today I have part two of my conversation with Rachel Jankovic on using our phones and social media wisely as moms at home. Rachel is wife to Luke and mom to eight kids who span in age from college to diapers. She is author of Loving the Little Years, Fit to Burst, and You Who, Why You Matter and How to Deal with It. She and her sister, Becca, also have a podcast called What Have You, where they talk about life and other issues that face Christian women. You can also find several workshops and great talks from Rachel on the Canon Plus app. So let's jump back into that conversation with Rachel. Well, and that point about helping our kids, especially if we do have teenagers, know how to use the wealth well and wisely is like, that needs to be something that we do figure out rather than try to go back in time. Whether or not we like it, it is the world that they are growing up in. And this is the way that it is. So like, there's just, um, it's, it's weird because you can't unchoose that. You can't, you can't be like, how about not? How about, how about we write letters? You know, you can't, you can't do that. So, um, it's just, it's just going to be our responsibility to help them live like wise and victorious Christians in that culture and in that society. Yeah. Years ago, when we started the Bible reading challenge, it was on the 500th year uh, anniversary of the Reformation. So 2017. And I made an offhand comment that just appalled me when I said it and then really bothered me. You know, like, like I believe it, but I didn't feel it, believe it. Like I, I believe it intellectually, but I was mm -hmm. like, we are not doing that. Like we are, <laughs> we are nowhere near there. And that was, uh, we were talking about these great women of the Reformation, you know, Katie Luther and these women that accomplished so much in their lives. And when you read what they were doing, you're like, how, how did you do this? You know, like, how were you, this is crazy levels of work. And my comment was, I would hope that those women would look at our lives and feel the same way. How did you accomplish all of this kingdom work? And, and you're like, there's, that's not what we're living right now like we are not living the kind of life that you would like to give katie luther a tour of you know <laughs> now let me show you this is going to be our hour and a half of hair videos that we're going to watch <laughs> you know? like we're not like we're just not doing it so 
but in thinking about that, I was just thinking, what would women who were so all in for the gospel already, which they were, you know, they, they, many, most of those women were nuns. They were fully like tough orders of nuns that were doing tons of service. And they were already all in for Christ and the gospel. Yeah. So when you took them and put them in the context of a home, it was sort of like, it was like, and now these Navy SEAL women basically can now they're going to do that, but towards their husbands and families and hospitality. And they were amazing. And because of that, I, I just was that, that prompted a whole lot of thinking about what would they think of the opportunities that we actually have? Like we have Facebook, what would they think of how we are using it? Like how, like if it's, if they had that kind of a possible platform, what would they be thinking they ought to do with it? Is it really just, um, and so that was a lot of the thought behind the Bible reading challenges. How could we use some of the same, what feels like vacant interactions, but have them actually be encouraging people to read the Bible? Like, like instead of being like cute purse, where did you get it? Just being like, so glad you're reading with us. You know, like it's, it's not, it doesn't take a lot of time. It doesn't take, you know, but it is towards a gospel purpose that is uh, measurably valuable. Like where you could say, if we can encourage a woman who has five children somewhere to become a woman of the word, what kind of generational impact does that actually have? How does that long-term change the world? It's like, no, there's, there's so many great things there's so many great things out there uh, that if we were being gospel strategic wise uh, and totally invested, these are opportunities. It's not like a, it's not just an opportunity to waste our time. It's also an opportunity to redeem our time. Uh, and, and basically that's what I'd like to see us figure out. I don't think we're there at all. I'm not there, but I would like to be. <laughs> Well, that's where the analogy of thinking of it as wealth is yeah. so helpful because it, when you have a lot of wealth, you can, you have the option of living decadently in luxury, or you have that much more in resources to use for kingdom work. Exactly. And I think what we need to do is think of it as a less attractive kind of wealth than what we think of wealth is like now the really wealthy are living very minimalistic sorts of um, the very wealthy live in very clean, sleek environments. <laughs> Um, but it's really more like the ancient Romans kind of wealth where we're obese, reclining on a pillow, asking people to bring us more treats, you know, like <laughs> stuffing our faces and having slaves everywhere. You know, it's not, it's not, it shouldn't appeal to our sensibilities to be really indulgent, mm -hmm. which is what it is. Like if we're constantly like, because if we think, oh, I have all this wealth that might be like, ooh, ooh, you know, but realizing we're, but we're not stewarding it in an all a nicer, attractive way. <laughs> we're, it's kind of gross. <laughs> and but, using uh, it well and wisely would take work. <laughs> well, and that's the thing that's interesting is if you have a lot of wealth, you could build many things. Like what are some of the great, beautiful things in our culture, our philanthropic endeavors of people who had a lot of 
money, you know, they, and they built things, but they didn't just, they weren't just consumers. They were givers. They were primarily people like they were investing themselves to build instead of, uh, to receive. Mm -hmm. Not like we have any work at all to do. None. It's going to be easy. (laughs) (laughs) That's the goal, right? The easy, comfortable life. (laughs) We're just going to, we're just going to handle it all. (laughs) Well, and when we think about using our time and our resources for kingdom building and doing things with them, being productive, that has to start in our homes with our families first. Mm -hmm. And I love how you talk about other things being an overflow. Yes. So I do try to have other things be an overflow from our, from what we're doing at home, but realistically, my personality I think it's a, I mean, pretty sure it's a personality type. I don't know what it is. Some kind of a misfire in the factory building me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I love the, like for me, little things can be like, I can be behind on housework, behind on stuff that I need to do. And thinking bigger is the thing that helps me. Like, so a lot of the time I do not, encur- I would not encourage people to think once I have everything fully, totally under control, then I'm going right. to do a little something more because you will actually never get the muscles for that. It's kind of like if you think in terms of how many times a day could I sweep my kitchen floor and come up with something? <laughs> I don't know. It's never been done. I mean, like, you know, like you could make your hamster wheel smaller and smaller and smaller and really be limiting your own capacity, not just making it like I'm doing a really good job. It's like, I've actually lost all sense of proportion and wiping off the refrigerator shelves, you know, four times a week is a waste of my time. (laughs) Like (laughs) what I ought to be doing is spreading that job out. And it actually doesn't matter that I could find something in there every time that needed to be cleaned up. Like I still need to like, I need to be more strategic with myself. Uh, And I am definitely a person who is way more motivated by the big picture and not to neglect the little picture, but the big picture for me is the, the frame in which the little picture fits. So it is an overflow, but it's never because I'm like, oh man, I'm just nailing things so hard at home. (laughs) I'm just so on top of it all that I thought, what am I going to do with this free day? You know, instead it's, (laughs) instead it is a little different. I think it it grows a little differently than that, if that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Well, sometimes it is even that social media or Pinterest or magazines where we get that idea and maybe reinforce that idea that um, investing well and being engaged with our family at home means the house is never dirty. I was like, well, it actually kind of means the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that the truth? (laughs) Yes. The house is always happening. Stuff's always (laughs) going on here. And it is, I actually can't, you went really quiet there. I heard you but you got so quiet. So my, um, but yes, our house, I think the more invested you are in your own people, the more is always happening at home, which means the, the more traffic, the more mess, the more whatever. And, and I think for women, this is, 
this is like an organizing podcast. So I'm just going to guess that people <laughs> who tune into this love a good organ. Like they love things to be organized. They want things to not be wasteful. They want things to be going really well. Uh, something my husband has said that I appreciate just so much is go to an orchard in the fall, like at the end of the season, when it has been wildly fruitful, like, you know, we have a local you pick orchard and it's like so many hundreds of thousands of pounds of apples have gone all over the Palouse to people. And what is all over the ground there? Rotting apples. Like as far as the eye can see, rotting apples. And it's like that there is just a level of wastefulness and and like fruitfulness comes with waste. It does not, you cannot actually get so good at being fruitful that there's nothing in the dustpan. You know, there's nothing in the, it's like fruitfulness just generates a lot of waste. So don't let that be the thing that like, really discourages you or upsets you because it's actually, it's a good sign that, that fruit is on the branches is why there's all this fruit on the ground. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Yeah. What is the point of the homemaking and it's not having everything, you know, all lined up in matching containers labeled exactly. If only it was, we could probably do it, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> but as it is, it's a life quest. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Rachel. This has been a really encouraging and thought-provoking conversation. And I really appreciate you taking the time. Great. My pleasure. Have a happy new year. You too. If you'd like some help with some self-reflection about how you are using your phone, then head to the link in the description below to check out a free five question guide that I have that will help you assess how you're doing and perhaps what direction you need to take to be productive with your time online rather than wasteful. You definitely don't want to miss part one of my conversation with Rachel. So listen to that next if you haven't already or check out the replay of my free workshop called Stop the Scroll, which you can also find linked in the description below. Now let's repent, rejoice, repeat.